Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Midnight Bells. We're back to recording at night because our last episodes were in the daytime. Yay! We feel good, but also tired. So, we're back to night, and it is Yule time-ish, kind of, I'd say. Still still counts as Yule. Are we going to argue about Yule again? No. This time, we have something that happens most often in the Yule time, Halloween, and uh, the New Year. So, it's, it's topical right now. Any guesses? Frosty the Snowman. No. Am I close? Uh, pagan um, uh, worships. Well, no. At the Stonehenge. Tonight, we are talking about the Wild Hunt. Oh, yeah. Okay. I should know that. Does... Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, because you know what I was actually thinking? I yeah. didn't say it. Mm-hmm. Yule Father, which is Odin, and he, like, controls the Wild Hunt. Well. Yeah, I know but what I didn't, you guys are talking about. I didn't know he did it for the other holidays. I was just thinking Christmas. Nope, nope. So, the Wild Hunt, a.k.a. the Wild Wild Coast, a.k.a. the Wild Chase, a.k.a. a lot of different names. All right, so the Wild Hunt, uh, part of European folklore for once, and involves a group of supernatural hunters at its most basic form. It, it is usually, as Sarah said, usually led by Odin or an Odin-adjacent being, but it also can be led by other historical or legendary figures. It's not always Odin. A Danish king named Adderdag, Gwynapnud, who is a Welsh psychopomp, but I think we've mentioned him before, Cain from the Christian Bible, and also the devil from the Christian Bible too. And there's some other people that often lead it, but one of them might be familiar to you guys. Teen Wolf did a whole season about the wild hunt, and I don't think they did any research. I Probably not. Teen Wolf is not known for its research. I also haven't done any research, so I'm going based off of everything that Teen Wolf says. I don't think Teen Wolf's probably accurate. One of the people who lead the hunt is, uh, might be a little familiar to you, Necht Ruprecht. Oh, uh, it's some Santa German Claus tales. Friends. Do you remember the details of that? Of the neck rubric? Yeah. Wasn't he the Parisian? No. Nope. <laughs> Farmer Rudolph. Oh, oh, yeah. This was my episode. And it didn't happen you're long doing, ago. You're doing great. You're doing great, Jessica. You're doing great. Constant source of wonder. So the wild hunt is thought to preclude catastrophe or death and sometimes abduction into the fairy world or the underworld. People who are sleeping when the hunt passes them could be pulled in to join as well. So it's a it's a conglomeration of the dead, fairies, and like other beings. Um, there's a whole bunch of things that hang out in the host. Um, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, the hunt or the host. That's interchangeable no- names. So it goes by a lot of other names, and um, we'll go through some of them. And by thinking about the names, you can kind of get gather what they mean, like what the hunt, uh, the hunt is about. Um, in Germany, it's called the Wild Host, the Wild Chase, or the Furious Army. And it does have a military bent to it a lot of the time because, again, it's a symbol of it's a it's a signal of war to come a lot of the time. So it has like a militaristic feel. I don't know how true this is, just because you're talking about Germany and the military feel. Uh-huh. Um, I recently read that apparently during, like, Nazi Germany and stuff, one of the officers, like, got rid of Santa, 
and like put Odin back into it. Oh, I'm so sure. Um, the Nazis have a lot of occult leanings. Yeah, actually, they made it very like not how Christmas is these days. They um, actually, if you trace, I'm not going to speak a lot on this because I don't actually know all the details. But you can trace Hitler back to he was actually a huge fan of the occult and he was very superstitious. And a lot of his he had a lot of secret projects that were um, influenced by occult thinking or exploring occult thinking. Um, yeah. That's weird considering he murdered so many people. Like you would think that <laughs> why? You would think there was like some bad luck that went on. I think he unless, was literally just no, crazy. Unless he thought like it was like a sacrifice for the occult. You can you can find some very interesting things about where the Nazi train of thought came from. It, it gets very weird. It gets very unhinged from reality. Obviously, uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, if I just remember like what I was reading, um, I think the Wild Hunt was involved in this Nazi German Christmas dream come yeah. true. But we're not talking about Nazis. We're talking no. about the Wild Hunt. No, we're not. But they're somehow connected. Yeah, you know, Nazis really got their hands into a lot of things. Okay, so moving on to in English, uh, it was called Herla's Assembly. And Herla was a legendary king of the Britons who... Um, We'll talk a little bit more about him later, but he he was not kidnapped by fairies, but he went to visit fairies, and then he, he came back later. But uh, that that's a bit of an interesting story, so I'll tell it. Woden, or Harrod's Hunt, and Woden is a kind of, like, version of... They're all kind of, like, clumped together in this big mass of Odin-esque people. Cain's Hunt, and this one's interesting, Devil's Dandy Dogs. <laughs> So devil's dandy dogs. That's British people for you. They make everything cute. Yeah. In the We've USA. We've got dandy dogs over here. Ah, uh, the dandy dogs. In North America, it was often referred to as ghost riders. And there we is, make it dope. Yeah. There is a bit Wait, of. dope riders or ghost, ghost riders? Ghost riders. Dope Where riders is, dope? is something like, else. Like, it's dope. Like, it's cool. Slang. Sarah's just trying to be slang. That has nothing to do with it. I'm saying, but we changed the dandy name to something dope. Ghost Riders. Ghost Rider. Okay, got it. Um, Jessica. There is a bit of a tradition with, like, witches and evil people riding. You can look into the buck riders and stuff like that. Typically consider, like, a gang of people that flew into the air and did bad things. So... It's not too abstract of a con concept, I think, for old-timey times. In Welsh, they would call them the Hounds of Anglin, which I don't know how to pronounce, so I'm just going to do that. Noisy Riders in Scandinavia, or the Hunt of Odin. In France, the Household of Heliquin, which, as far as that, my research told me, was a, a little bit of a different version of Harlequin. Yeah. And then miscellaneously, the Infernal Hunt, the Dead Hunt, the Old Army, and the Troop of Ghosts. And from this, you can really get a good feel, especially that Infernal infernal Hunt. It sounds like a cool gang to be part of. Yeah. Well, it, it was. it is kind of interesting. Um, maybe not if you're in their path. And actually, I'm not going to touch too much on this because it's completely different. But there is a similar group of ghost soldiers that apparently uh, marches through Hawaii at night. And I don't know how related that is, but it was kind of interesting. And it's the it's spirits of past Hawaiian soldiers, I guess, which is kind of cool. So the first person to document the wild hunt, and it's interesting because he 
definitely writes about it like he saw it, was our good friend Jacob Grimm, the folklorist. And he published in 1835 a book called The Dutch Mythology. He said of it, and this is a direct quote, of high antiquity and interweaves itself now with gods and now with heroes. He believed that it had pre-Christian origins and it was headed by Woden. So he believed that Odin had kind of changed into more of a darker figure. He used to be kind of like the spirit of like newness and Yule and all this stuff, but he turned into more of um, a devil kind of creature or heathen goddesses like Hulda or Brekta. And you might recognize Hulda by the old lady who cleans her comforter out and then all the feathers float down and that's snow. Yeah, we don't know who you're talking about. You don't? You never heard that? Never heard of that. That's like an old fairy tale. Mother Holda is beating her. I think we've discussed this before. Um, Our parents didn't tell us fairy tales. Yeah, we just got a punch in the mouth. Well, Holda's kind of... Yeah, that's sad. Uh, (laughs) Moving on. on the second part. Um, Our parents never read to us. Holda was kind of like a... Sort of like the Odin of the, the, the sky, but she was like more of an old lady a lot of the times, and she kind of like did weather. Okay. They both did weather. She was storm. Kind of, yeah. She did weather. She did weather. So, <laughs> Jacob Grimm also believed that it foretold war. And previously, before the Christians kind of made it weird, um, it used to be a good thing. It used to bring blessings and you would offer things to the gods who were came upon it and give them stuff. And then they would give you stuff or luck or babies. I don't know, whatever you wanted. Under Christian influence, it was turned into an evil phenomenon. So like the dead haunting us. and Because the Christians never wanted anybody to have anything fun. Christians have a weird negative view of death. I I noticed, like, not to say right now, but I mean, like, the general feel is a fear of death rather than, like, um, I mean, and again, I don't want to, like, offend anybody, but there's definitely, like, more of a puritanical fear of, like, things that are possibly evil at all. Before, it was just a regular, like, oh, the gods are coming to visit us or whatever, and let's give them stuff. I'll offend them. These past Christians were a bunch of bitches. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Um, <laughs> They're all dead. You Doesn't offended matter. me. Yeah, now Jessica's offended. So the question is, was it actually, like, real rituals that, for example, like, pagans were doing, though, and just got mistaken for some kind of spooky procession? Or maybe it was just nature. Like, it might have just been a storm, to be honest. And you you can also like if you think of real rituals you might think of like a uh, actual witches doing their own thing and then you know someone sees that who's scared of it and then they're like oh if it's a good the wild hunt is coming so it's just like a party in the woods people are dancing hey you already fun. know my opinions on the witch hunts a lot of times it's just a really radical person living in the woods and then somebody gets angry that they won't sleep with them yeah it's probably Oh, exactly what happened. Uh, Probably. Anyways, so the first account in Britain happened in 1127. I don't know how to say that year. 1127? Is that right? 1127? Okay. How did you say it? I don't know, like 1,127? That sounds wrong. It's 1127. Um, Because we say 1999. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So there was this account and it happened and it was written like a news article. Like literally this happened. There were witnesses. So they say 20 to 30 huntsmen, huge and hideous on black horses with black hounds kind of stormed this area and it continued for nine weeks. So that's like a month and a half kind of. That's a long time. And this was when there was a story that arose called Dando and his dogs. And Dando or Dando, I guess, I'm not really sure, was a sinful priest who hunted on Sunday, which is apparently not allowed. If he's a priest, shouldn't he be in church? I guess that's the problem. Uh, so he got super drunk on the hunt one day and he, want, he drank everything that they had brought with him and he wanted more on this hunt. He said, I'd go to hell for another drink. And a strange huntsman appeared with a drink, but then he stole some of the game that Dondo had caught and then he stole Dondo. He like just took him and his dogs chased him. And that's that's what um, a lot of the people in this area believe that it was the dogs chasing after their master who had been taken by some weird being. Also, King Herla, who visited the fairy king and um, when he found that he had been gone for 300 years accidentally um, because time passes differently in the fairy realm, he went home and the king. So 300 years is like a year. Yeah, well, he probably thought it was like a day. So the king told him not to leave his horse until his greyhound that he was carrying had jumped down. That greyhound never jumped down. So after watching a couple of his men get off their horses earlier and then crumble to dust, he decided not to. So on winter nights, he still rides to this day. That's like the the Terragno whatever it's pronounced story. The fairy princess was saved by a human and they were like, let's get married. They went back to the fairy place. And then he, you know, after hundreds of years was like, hey, I just want to go back and visit my family. They're all dead. And she was like, okay, just um, don't get off your horse. And then he didn't listen to her and he got off the horse and he crumbled his ash. Yep. Always listen to what they tell you. And then some, so there's also... King Arthur has made his way into this too. He's now rumored to be a, a leader of the hunt too. And there's even a lane called King Arthur's Lane where again on winter nights, you can hear him running with his dogs. Some believe that the hunt is, so the hunt has prey. Sometimes it's moss people, which is this like type of weaker fairy. Some people believe that they are chasing sinners or the unbaptized. Oh, Jessica. That's all of us. That's us. You're a sinner? I'm baptized. baptized. You are too. You're not baptized. Um, Uh, My mom baptized me. What, herself? Yeah. Yeah. She baptized us herself, which some people say don't count. So the other person. Doesn't count, you mean? Yeah. The other people that it's believed to be are, again, Woden, the god of the wind and the dead, Hulda or Freya, who are two kind of like similar goddess types. Um, Some guy named Count Hackleberg, who apparently he was a royal man who misbehaved during life. And then when he was, he stabbed his foot on a boar tusk that he had hunted. And he said, I do not wish to enter heaven. I want to hunt. And uh, he didn't fucking go to heaven. And he is stuck hunting. Well, that's what he wanted. Yeah. So. You said I, the F word? Yeah. No, he, uh, that was added for flavor. Oh. Um, that was improv. <laughs> that was a uh, sad flavor. That was uh, okay. off the top of my, off, off the top here. So I mentioned that 
it chases unbaptized people. So I also figured out how to avoid the hunt just in case, because we are all unbaptized. So if you stand- water on us. Yeah, get baptized. Baptize each other. Get baptized. So it's bad if you stand up to the hunt. Like stand if, up to it. Yeah, don't. Don't stand up to oh, it. Don't stand up to it. Um, she said it's bad to stand up to the hunt. And you're like, oh, so stand up to it? <laughs> Do that. Listen. It's very hard for me. <laughs> um, now, you would think helping the hunt would be good. It could be. You could get money or you could receive the cursed leg of an animal or human that you can't get rid of. Just a leg. The only way to get rid of the leg is to take it to a priest or magician. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Back up. Cursed leg of an animal? Or human. Okay. okay. Just depends on what. So like the... any cur- cursed animal or human? No, no, no. Or... The leg itself is cursed. The um, leg itself is you cursed. You won't be able to get rid of it. So you have to take it to a priest or a magician. Or you can ask. Any magician? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't specify which magician. Like David Blaine? David Bowie? Blaine. Oh, no, that guy. He's a magician. He's fake. What's that guy who does the magic for humans? Magic for humans? It's, what it's kind like of a, magic is there? I don't know. It's like is it's, magic it's a show. Dogs? It's a show. I don't know. It's like a show, <laughs> show on Netflix, I think. It's magic for goldfish. <laughs> Magic for cats. I don't know. What's the name of a show? Magic for humans? <laughs> Dimitri Martin? No. It's like Is an actual... Comedian? No, it's like an... David a, Copperfield. I, I think he's a comedian, but he's also like an actual magician. He has like a Netflix show. Penn and Teller? No. Can Penn and Teller do this? Maybe. Okay. Um, if they can get rid of the I cursed leg. I they don't like each other. Probably not. One of them doesn't talk. Now, if you get a cursed leg, you can ask the hunt for salt. And the hunt does not keep salt on them. So they will not be able to give it to you and you will be rid of the leg. Okay, okay. So basically all that other bullshit, like just ignore it. Just be like, yo, can I get some salt? And then it's going to fuck. I wouldn't even risk helping the hunt because if you stay in the middle of the road, you'll be perfectly safe. So just stay in the middle of the road. Don't run. Don't get off the road. Just stand there. Now. It works with cars, too. Um, it's kind of funny, though, because we'll get into why you might be in the middle of the road. So we kind of switch focus from England and English beliefs to um, and Germanic beliefs to Scandinavian beliefs. So in Scandinavia, it's called Odin's Hunt, like we've established, and it is heard but rarely seen. So the noise that you hear is two dogs usually. One is much louder barking and then the other one is fainter barking. And usually the forest, when you hear it, goes silent and all you can hear is the barking. In Scandinavia, it usually meant, it could mean war, but it also sometimes just meant changing weather, which kind of lends like some strength to the thought that maybe it's just weather patterns, like ways to personify like blizzards and stuff. This could be a dope horror movie. Yeah, yeah. So Odin was also thought to be kind of not only just a god, but a nobleman who hunted on Sunday, who was cursed to hunt and kill supernatural beings for eternity. So the same kind of story. It's usually the same couple things. If your house is in the way of the whenever the hunt was, even in old times, it could be burned down. Because they they wouldn't acknowledge that new roads or old roads didn't exist anymore. That's true. 
Yeah, so you wouldn't build, a lot of times they wouldn't build on old roads. So they're just gonna plow near your house? No, they're gonna burn it down. Oh. Again, the listening thing. I heard that, (laughs) I heard the road thing after, so I thought like they just (laughs) ram their shit into it because there used to be a road there, but now there's a house. Now, that is actually a pretty common fairy problem um, that you build your house in the way of a procession, Titania's procession, or the wild hunt, or which, by the way, um, a Midsummer's Night is kind of loosely based off the Wild Hunt. That's a oh, procession. Yes. Good, Jessica. Or <laughs> if you built your house on a fairy mound or anywhere that fairies were thought to live or like, they could destroy your house. So you had to be pretty careful about where you built. Um, and that might just be architectural issues, to be honest. Um, so you wouldn't build on old roads. Now, Teen Wolf. Wild Hunt was, um, they looked like, um, I don't, I don't really know how to explain, but they kind of looked like, uh, Teens? No, no, no. They were, like, really big, and, like, their faces looked kind of, like, like, wet, rotted flesh. Ew. They had, like, long black hair, if I remember correctly. It's mm-hmm. been a year since I watched so it. So, teens. And, um, they looked like, uh, old, like, Old West cowboys. They had, like, the, like, you know how, like, when they walked in all the, like, country western movies, it's, like, the jingle? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of like that. And then they would kidnap people uh-huh. and take them to this, like, limbo place where they were just, like, sitting in what looked like, um, like a bus terminal. Uh-huh. And then that's why we have ghost towns. Is that why? Mm. And because they would Thanks, just they would just get rid of people until there was nobody left in town. And I can't remember how they defeated them. Uh, Probably really... something to do with that Tyler guy ripping his shirt off. There was he seemed to be shirtless a lot. Two Tyler guys. Which one? I don't know. Does it matter? Yeah, because there's two Tyler guys, I don't know and they were both wolves, show. and they both took their shirts off a lot. Both of them. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> Expanding on the whole being in the middle of the road, one of the advices was to throw yourself on the ground, which coincidentally is exactly how you save yourself from lightning in old timey thought. So again, a lot of evidence is piling up that means that maybe these were just storms. Like, or some kind of weather phenomenon. So the other thing that you could do is carry a piece of bread and a piece of seal with you to and from church during Yule time. That's a weird thing to have. Well, I'll tell you why. If you were to meet the broad-rimmed hat rider, which they literally haven't said before in my research, they just call them the rider with the broad-rimmed hat, throw the seal in front of you. If you meet the dogs, throw the bread. Solid advice if you meet a stranger. But the dogs would be distracted by the bread because dogs are dumb. So the other person that was involved in the hunt was Maltinos, which I don't think I'm saying right. Matilda of the night. Matilda? Yeah. She's a witch. So Maltinos was a Welsh crone who ride with the hunt, and she was kind of a witch. She would shriek... Um, behind the dogs and make them go on and the legend goes once she was a beautiful woman who said if there's no hunting in heaven I would rather not go and again just another person who decided that they loved hunting so much that they didn't want to go to heaven which is a weird thing to say it was a lot of there was this archetype of like a rich person that loved hunting so much that they couldn't freaking stop on Sundays I don't understand like what I mean isn't heaven supposed to be like your paradise so maybe there's hunting in heaven 
Evan? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think a lot of these people are just sassy. Like, fuck heaven. I'd rather stay here and hunt some shit. And my last word of advice about the hunt is that it is best to just stay inside. No, it's not because I'll burn your house down. If your house is built on a ferry road or, well, an, an old road. How are you supposed to know that, though? You have to look at the maps and look at the, the maps, maps of the last hundred years. Listening? Don't start Do with your me. research. Do your research. Yeah, but that's a, like, that's Don't a lot. Don't you know every time you go to a town, you go to the local library and you ask the librarian. Look at every single town map need, since the beginning of time. Uh, yeah, I need the maps from before this was a city. I need to know what the fucking ferry roads are so my house doesn't and get where the old road so I cannot build my house and then they'll just look at you as in every horror movie they'll totally accept you and they won't think you're weird at all and the librarian will be very enthusiastic about your love for history and she'll take you to the microfiche and then you'll have a montage of you looking through the microfiche and then you'll find out that your house is haunted but it turns out the librarian's actually a serial killer yeah the the librarian's a clown the whole time inside the library of death all I can think of is the movie It, where the it's in the background all the time. Yeah. Anyways, so that's my little little presentation. My my episode on the hunt, the wild hunt, which is one of my favorite concepts because it's just so much fun. It was wild. Yeah. How huh? how wild. <laughs> so yeah. I, any final thoughts on? Hunty, hunty. So my final thought is I'm going to go get baptized tomorrow. Yeah? Okay, let's do it. I'll make my mom do it. Um, guys, why don't we do our own baptism? Give us a recipe. going to become a priest. A recipe. A recipe. Because she keeps calling all the things recipes. I have a recipe. (laughs) Let's get baptized. Can you imagine going to the church and talking to a priest and be like, can I have the baptism recipe? Can you imagine going to a church and seeing me inside in a robe just like, hey. (laughs) I was watching a a Vine compilation tonight. Yeah. And I've kind of been doing that a lot lately, but I like the one where it's like, you hear the music, shot, 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 <laughs> shot, 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 shots. And it's like all these people with the little like communion wine shots wines. and communion. I don't know. Listen, love those wafers. Somebody want to get me a bag of wafers? Feel free. All right, everyone. Communion wafers. Those okay. are so good. Final thought, I miss Vine. Yeah. Are Necco wafers the same thing as communion wafers? No. Kind of. No. No? I've never had a Necco wafer. They're like a candy. They're not like a... Communion wafers are pretty much the same. Did you guys have the same ones I did? Little circles? We didn't go. So we couldn't go because we never went through communion. Listen, Sunday school. No, I didn't either. Well, our grandma wouldn't let us go get crackers. Sunday school was free daycare. Anyways, everyone, thank you for listening to the Midnight Bells. Don't enroll your kid in church just because it's free. I will. (laughs) Honestly. Um, Also, they keep away the wild hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or apparently just, like, lie fucking down. Yeah, lie down on the ground, middle of the road. You won't die. Um, All right. Thank you, everyone. Good evening. Good evening.